our social distancing. What's going on guys? 609 online. We got distance between us. Some elbow room. Elbow room, yeah. We can't fit on the screen if we go full wingspan, so we're as close as full wingspan as we can. It feels like, it feels like this week took forever. Like the last weekend through the week so far? Or last week itself? It just felt like forever. Since we've been here doing 609, I'm so happy to be back here. But since then, I got on Instagram, and I just got to say that I I have not been able to figure this out. You haven't been following this probably, yeah. but there is a 609 online fan. Who's that? I don't know, but look, right here, I'm actually going to, I wonder if I go live here. So 609 online fan, two, one, two, three. There's actually 609 online. Everyone create these spam accounts. 609 online, online fan, one, two, three. Just the first one is not one, but then you got two, three, and now four. That's so we're trying to figure out who 609 Island fan is. We can't figure it out. You know, we the cool spend... thing of it all is we have fans. That's cool, yeah. 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 Who knows I, if it's I the think, same I one, think but... it's Katie Nelson. I think it's Katie Nelson. Let's see if she's on here. Mm -hmm. I think I don't see 609 think... fans on here. Well, Caleb Wilkins on here. Shout out Caleb Wilkins. Him and I have been going live together. Great, great beat, by oh, the way. Look, 609 online fan. There's four of them. See? There's four of yes. them. And they said that. They responded that. Yes. I think that it's... Samuel has one, and Kenzie has one, and they got you tricked. My kids? Yes. Well, Samuel doesn't have Instagram, so it can't be him. Okay, well then he'd be in real trouble. So, <laughs> sorry, Samuel, let me rat you out. Never mind, Samuel doesn't have it. Yeah. Um, anyways, how are you guys doing at home? Uh, we know it's been, like Jared said, it's felt like forever. Since we started 609 online, it's felt like every week's been a month, every month's been a year. Um, and it's, it hasn't even been a month, so it's, it's really felt like time's just slowed down but what's been really nice so is last couple days there's been really good weather so oh, yeah. i've been able to go outside um i know jared likes to go on walks during this time i don't walk around my neighborhood for safety concerns um but uh yeah it's it's pretty crazy a little live around where i live um but i was able to mow my lawn wash my car all that fun stuff i hope you guys are getting outside getting some fresh air and not stuck in your house if this is your first time ever being with us on 609, uh, uh, you go to the website, you can click on watch here, you can comment, talking back and forth between leaders we've got on there, and also Instagram live, 609 Instagram, you can comment with us, talk to us, and, um, but, you know, we just want to give shout outs for the last weeks, we've had a lot of, a lot of people screenshot and semi screenshots of us doing funny things, like throwing up, so if you want to take screenshots, while we do this service and send them to us, that's always a fun way to stay connected. Uh, matter of fact, 609 online fan, their picture is a picture of you and I from episode one. Yep. Nice. That's yep. pretty sweet. Yep. Did they not episode two or heads are in the trash bin? No. Okay, good. That's good. No. Um, well, anyways, I have to make a special shout out to my own home. Um, first, I want to introduce who I am so you guys all know if you're tuning in and you're new. My name is Nick Rosado. I'm the junior high lead here at Northwest Church. Um, and this is Jared, high school pastor at Northwest <laughs> Church. Um, and I wanted to say hi to Ellie, my daughter. My What's up, Ellie? Shout out to Ellie. She bombs all of my virtual meetings. She says hi. So if she was here, she would say hi right now. Um, but I want to say hi to her and hi to my whole family, Nolan and Ashley. I love you guys. Miss you guys. Um, yeah. Last shout out is to any of you who sent me uh, Worn Out Bible is a Transformed Spirit. Shout out to Summer, Pat, Kenzie, Samuel, Noel, uh, Jillian, Gary, Larry. 
I can't remember who else did it. If I forget, I'll shout out to you. But hey, hey get on TikTok or just send me a video of you saying uh, Worn Out Bible is a transformed spirit. And shout out to Lily for that That's all the time well. we've got for introduction. Oh, oh, oh no, what's anyone? next? That's next? Oh, I think the Ooh. next thing's a little bit faster paced. Hey, this is the first time ever we are not playing Digestive Destruction. This is the first time ever that we are going to be doing a rap battle, ladies and gentlemen. A rap here coming to you. High school versus junior high rap battle. Are you ready for this? Yo, Jared. And this beat, and this beat comes to you from Young Tie-Dye. Young Tie-Dye came up with this beat for us, and we're going to rap to it. You ready? Dr. Seuss. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Rap battle coming your way. I am Sam. Sam, I am. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Whoa. That's him I am. That's him I am. I do not like that same I am. Blackfish, bluefish, old fish, new fish. This one has a little star, this one has a little cut. Say, what a lot of fish there are. <laughs> do you like green eggs and ham? I do not like them, Sam I am. I do not like green eggs and ham. Would you like them here or there? I would not like them here or there. I would not like them anywhere. Yes, some are red and some are blue. Some are old and some are new. Some are sad and some are glad. And some are very, very bad. Why are they sad and glad and bad? I do not know. Go ask your dad. I do not like them in a house. I do not like them as a mouse. I do not like them here or there. I do not like them anywhere. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam, I am. I know why. Oh. Some are thin and some are fat. The fat one has a yellow hat. From there to here, from here to there. Funny things are everywhere. Here are some who like to run. They run for fun in the hot, hot sun. Oh me, oh my, oh me, oh my. What a lot of funny things go by. Not on a box, not on a fox, not on a house, not on a mouse. I would not eat them here or there, not eat them anywhere. I would not eat green eggs and ham. I would not like them, Sam I am. Some have two and some have four. Some have six feet and some have more. Where do they come from? I can't say, but I bet they have come a long, 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 long way. Ooh. I do not like them in a box. I do not like them with a fox. I do not like them in a house. I do not like them with a mouse. I do not like them here or there. I do not like them anywhere. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam I am. Is it over? I mean, I got a long book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, text us. Let us know who you thought did better. Green eggs and ham from high school. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Jay hot. Let's see. Let's see what's Boy. happening on my oh, hands. One person said Jared wins. Does that well, count? <laughs> if, if it's Jesus, then yes. Jesus, then yes. Uh, nope, it wasn't Jesus. Oh, okay. Then I don't oh, know. Team, someone said Team Jared. Team Jared? Yeah, see? Wow. Well, yeah. I, I think I have... I think we can't use Instagram for a reference here. One reason being, I think you have a lot more high schoolers on the Instagram. That's true. But on That's the live true. stream, That's if you're true. on live stream, post it on the comments, and we'll see that as well, because I know all you j are over on the live stream. 
and you're going to say Team Nick. So thank you guys for watching. We never rehearsed that, did we? No. <laughs> and we actually never played the beat with reading the book. It was actually pretty fun. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I actually um, didn't think I could rap, but Dr. Seuss can. So, What game is that? Box of Lies. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are playing Box of Lies. This game is a game of wits, a game of who can outwit their opponent and get them to believe whether you're telling a lie or telling the truth. And over here we have boxes with uh, different um, pictures in them. And whoever can get to three is the first person to win. So all you got to do, Nick, I think it says the older person goes first. So that means I get to go first. You go first. Yep. Yeah. So um, do you pick my number? Do I pick your number? Mm -hmm. Let's see. Um, yeah, I'll pick your number. Okay, pick my number. Let's go with number... Number one. Number one Ooh, high number school number pastor. Number one. All right. Number one, here we go. So no looking, Nick. You can't see what this is. I'm gonna show I'm gonna show everyone online. You see what that is right there, everybody? See that? Alright. So this is An apple with headphones. Do I get three questions? Three questions. Was that one of them? That was one. Oh of them. no, that was two of them. Okay, I that was one. two questions. You I got, got one, one question, question left. left. What color is the apple? The apple is red. He's lying, folks. Oh. He's lying. Oh. <laughs> the apple's green. The apple's green. Oh, man. So that means Nick gets a point. So I have one point. All right, Nick. Woo. I want you to pick box seven. Seven. It's like seven. kind of creeping out at me, so mm -hmm. might be a little weird. I don't know, folks. Bible says you should forgive seven times seven. Seventy times seven. Seven's the number of God. Oh, I don't know what else is about seven. It's not lucky, because we don't believe in luck. Oh my, what? Alright, you guys think I can fool him on this one? The suspense is killing me! Um... <laughs> A ballerina mouse standing on its hind legs with a tutu in the middle of a street. It's a ballerina mouse? Yes. Dancing in the street. No. I did not say it was dancing in the street. It's in the street. You're telling the truth. Yes, I'm telling the truth. Hey! Got it. Oh, one to one, yeah. First one to three wins. I'm going to win. How do I describe this? Hmm. It's an Easter bunny dressed up like a tiger. You get three questions. Is it outside? No. Is it a full-sized... 
A full-size what? A full-size bunny? Yes. How do you have a different size of bunny? Is it a grown bunny? Is that two questions? <laughs> well, you asked me a question in the response. Now, Guys, now bunny is a, a bunny is a baby rabbit, and a rabbit would be a full-grown bunny. So, so bunny. But is it a, a bunny? Is it a premature bunny, or is it a... I don't know how to answer your question. Uh, um, it's a bunny. Guys, she's telling the truth. Mm, I don't know. You have to be the judge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what she said. <laughs> but he's not dressed up. I mean, he's kind of... I mean, there's no way that's a bunny. I mean, it's Photoshop. So it's a biger. But no, it's a bunny a... that looks like a tiger. I said it's dressed up like a tiger. That was a lie. I was trying to lie to you. I don't know. Judges, you guys can uh, answer yeah, that text, point. Text we'll us leave in. That. We're tied one to in. one. We'll leave that one on the side. Let's uh, just put that box right here. All right, guys. That's what we're working with. Um... I think I got this one. Okay. What I have here in my hands is in a monkey. Hands. Yeah, it's in my hands. It's a monkey. Well, in this picture on a card. I have a card with a picture of a monkey with a stoplight as a head. I don't think Nick can lie, so. Mm. <laughs> I don't think I can lie. You tell the truth. Well, folks, that is no monkey. That's an ostrich. Oh! <laughs> but he does have a stoplight head. I, I've been caught lying before. I don't know how to say that, I guess, is a Jedi lead, but the Lord did some work in my heart. That's so sure. So it's two to two? So two to one. <laughs> All right, we'll give you that one. Two to yes. two. Yes! Two to two! All right, we'll give you. I kind of did the same thing you did, just made it a little bit different. Let's go five. It's dead center. See who's going to win. This is the winner. Whoever gets this one wins this game. Box of lies. Let's see here. What do we got? What do we got? I'll see if you guys can see that. I'll hold it for a second. All right. What I am holding in my hand that I am looking at now Is a diary with a typewriter where I'm admitting to myself that I pooped my pants <laughs> again. Um, how much poop? How much poop? How much poop? That's one of my questions. Oh, didn't, it didn't specify in your diary? <laughs> Alright, let me ask you. Was the amount of poop explained in the diary? No. Are these words already written on the page? They're in my diary. You're lying, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary, today I pooped my pants again. Okay, got me. Told the truth. I don't know how much time we have Told for this truth. segment, but maybe we could finish this box. You think? I don't know. All right. Um, yeah, I think I think we could do a couple more. We go for it. We got some time. Number two. Number two. All yeah. right. I don't like to lose, so if you couldn't tell. <laughs> 
Jared won though. We'll, we'll just keep playing. Just for you guys' satisfaction. No, we'll go until we're out of boxes. Alright guys. Here we go. This is like poker. You're like trying to like read the person's facial expressions to see if they're telling the truth. Mm -hmm. The last time I met, last time I thought he was telling the truth, he lied. The eyes are sometimes hard to read, Jared. Speaking of which, I have a person holding a personal mirror, looking into the mirror, and this mirror is full of pink. Lies! Fuzzies. Lies! <laughs> you say lies? Your immediate lies. Lies! Truth! No! <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth! Oh. oh, yes, that was good. All right, box eight. So we're tied. Yeah, box eight. We got to finish with this one. We only got time for this one. We're getting one. I got to take the box away. Alright. Alright. The thing that I hold in my hand. Oh, I didn't show everyone. What I have here before me is a musical instrument that I can also use to unclog my toilet. Truth! You told the truth. You heard it here. Oh, we kept it in the box. This one was secret. It's a musical instrument. It's a guitar with a plunger. I thought it was a trumpet, to be honest. I thought it was really gross. That's not disgusting. not good. Don't try that at home. I won't. All right, guys. That's it for our box of lies. Box game. of lies. It's all over with. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, you can play this game at home. You don't even need to go out and buy the game. Just come up with some cards or some pictures. Put them in a box and play. It's pretty much the guessing game. The guessing game. So, what's next? Yeah. The word. Yeah, the word. The word. All right. We got the word. Because a worn-out Bible is a transformed spirit. Is a transformed spirit, ladies and gentlemen. So if you uh, if you haven't been following along or if you got nothing else to do, this uh, this is the Bible reading plan. You can actually find it if you go to the church website, and it actually puts all of the reading for the day in one nice little electronic place, and you can just click play, and it'll read you everything. And if you do that every day for a year, you'll read the New Testament twice in a year and the Old Testament once. Hold on one second. Can I can you show me that bookmark real quick? Also, guys, a worn out bookmark. Is a transformed spirit. If you didn't know, <laughs> worn, worn out bookmark. It means it's being used, folks. Use your Bibles. Use your bookmarks. See all the check marks? Read the word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we miss a day. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie to you and say I haven't missed a day of our reading plan for this year. I missed multiple days. But the, the truth is, is, are we getting back online? Are we following the path that we're supposed to? Are we getting back and checkmarking the pages we missed? You know, because the Lord wants us to read every page. Um, and this... This Bible reading plan is a way to do that. If you don't like it, um, you can always ask us, and we can help you find another reading plan that might work better for you. Um, but we're we just want you to get into the Word and let and let it just uh, refresh you, transform you. Oh, a worn out Bible is a transformed spirit. But does it, can <laughs> it, it refresh? It does refresh you. Okay, <laughs> I like to drink my Bible. I don't know. Can you drink your Bible? 
No. It says the bread of life, right? All right. Anyway, that was all for free. That had nothing to do with our actual message to you today, which our message today is actually on the death of Jesus. Oh, that's mm-hmm. that's deep. Yeah. Yeah, we this is this is what we call Passion Week. Mm. Passion Week. If you don't know what Passion Week is, it's uh it's the it's the weeks that led up to the passion of Jesus where Jesus died and rose again and this coming Sunday is Easter. Easter. Yes. Yeah, where we get to celebrate that he was risen. So. And along with that, I think we've come up with a new sermon series for you guys. So this is actually okay. our our second one. So we started last week um, with our with our first our episode three was our first um, sermon on our series, which is called Illuminate. 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 And so we're gonna start. It's gonna start with a little bit of right, a little bit of the dark, the gory, right. But it's all for fulfillment of the scripture, right. And we want to share this message. And as we move through Illuminate. Your life's going to illuminate, right? We're hoping that the word illuminates to you, right? It shows light. It spreads light, right? It, it brightens. So our, our goal is to just illuminate your lives through the word and, and through what the Lord wants, wants us to say to you. So I'm really excited. But yeah, back to Passion Week. Um, Some of the questions we asked about this series was, what does God look like? Oh, yeah. How can that transform our lives and give us an understanding of how we have authority to go out and do the things that Jesus called us to do? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, so this week we're talking about the death of Jesus, mm-hmm. so, which we could think of as dark. But, you know, I think it's important that we uh, we just realize what the Passion Week is. Mm-hmm. Um, Monday, if if you, if you want, we, we, you know, reach out to me. Both Nick and I, we both have a, a curriculum that tells you, walks you through every day of, the week, of this week yeah. leading up to Friday, which we call Good Friday, right? Which is when Jesus actually was uh, crucified. And then Sunday is when he rose from the dead. But um, this week, uh, in the Passion Week, we read about Jesus. He went into Jerusalem, and they threw palms down. They call it Palm Sunday, so no, last that, Sunday. That wasn't dark, was it? No. It was a celebration as uh, Jesus entered, right? It was glorious, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they were, they were singing Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. Yeah, yeah. blessed be the Holy yeah. One. Yeah, and then Palm he didn't branches do, yeah, he didn't do much after that, though. He just, like, left and went to Bethany. Yeah. And then Monday, what did he do Monday? Um, on on Monday he went and he he cleansed the temple and then he cursed the fig tree. Oh, that's right. That's, when he cleansed the temple, he like made a whip and like drove out all the all the money people selling doves and all that. And yeah, then, I, I love that. I love yeah. that scripture. He flips the tables, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it it just kind of it causes a stir, right? And I, I thought that was pretty yeah. from the triumphant entry where it seems as though he could kind of go in there and say whatever and anything would happen. He still had to send him his message. Right, and that was cleansing the temple, making it holy. Um, well, they and were not, and they not were for, celebrating because they thought that he was coming to overthrow like the Roman conquerors in there, right? Because the Messiah yeah. was supposed to come and establish his kingdom. But he went and overthrew his own people's tables. Yeah, <laughs> his own people yeah. trying to make profits right off of each other, right? And they and and they were they were basically cheating each other. They were selling the sacrificial items to sacrifice the temple, right? Yeah. And they were selling these items at higher rates because people would travel their whole distance, their whole family to come and present a sacrifice to the Lord yeah. so their family could be cleansed. And these people were ripping them off right in the temple, right? And mm-hmm. so Jesus was not happy with that, and, and he had to send the message. And and yeah, they thought that Jesus was there to take out the Romans, and really Jesus was there to, to shake up the world. So we have Palm Sunday. That happened Monday. Tuesday, which was yesterday, Jesus 
that's where we hear we 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 hear lots of sermons pastors teach to us mm-hmm. on the parable of the two sons, right? The prodigal son and the son that was upset that yeah. he didn't get a you know a cow to celebrate with his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other parables, like were, the vine dresser. Have you heard the parable yeah, of the vine yeah, dresser? Yeah. He talks about that on that day, yeah. where um, he talks about he's the he's the branch, and those those vines who are attached to me will yeah. be fruitful, but those who who aren't attached to me will be thrown into a fiery pit. Doesn't sound very fun. I'd rather 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 eat some fruit. I don't know. He tells a parable of the ten virgins. Where they have their oil, and then the five who didn't have their oil, and they're waiting for the bridegroom, which was Jesus. There's yeah. that parable. Yeah, and then the um, parable of the wedding feast, where yeah. the king invites all of his like close friends, he thinks, and then none of them come, and he's like, okay, I'll have all this food. So he invites all the people in the streets, and and then one comes who's from this from wherever, and he comes not dressed accordingly, um, so kind of an outcast. But all the outcasts were welcome as long as they were dressed accordingly, and so. The king said, "No, you cannot come to this wedding and cast them out from the people." Yeah. And that was pretty, pretty yeah. crazy. Story. There's the, oh, there's the parable of the sheep and the goats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that's a whole sermon in itself, right? Yeah. There's a there. That's where they came and questioned Jesus, like, "What is the greatest commandment?" And he told them to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind, and strength. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of that stuff that we're talking about that all happened in one day, Tuesday, yeah. and it gives pastors every year sermons and sermons worth. Those are like but, you could have like six series. Yeah, like series, like a yeah. whole year worth of sermons just on the parables, right? Wow, that's yeah. that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I've you know it's I've been reading all this and it's really been opening my eyes to this happened this week, this Passion Week. Jesus, like he came into Jerusalem mm-hmm. because he knew he was going to die. Yeah, and uh, and I just want to tell a quick story, but like when I was in the army. I, I actually was rebellious and I was like walking, I had walked away from the Lord and, and and I knew that there was this movie called The Passion, which I don't recommend you watch it unless you're ready to see Jesus brutally like butchered and, and killed and crucified. It's a powerful movie. Um, I don't really endorse it, but I knew that it, it's what, that it was supposed to be a really good movie because growing up there wasn't a lot of really good Christian movies. But this one was like Mel Gibson, and it was really popular. It went into the theaters, and I was with a bunch of army friends, and we decided that we I decided I was going to buy it because I told them all this is supposed to be a really good movie. So we bought it, and we took it back to the barracks, and we were watching it. And I remember that night that we were all just completely silent, and I remember just the feeling of watching it. And matter of fact, my friend at one point couldn't handle it anymore. He had to get up and walk away because he was just it was just so convicting, and. Um, and so I just wow. remember that this this experience of the way I felt when I when I when I it was like I was there. It was like I saw Jesus, you know, yeah. getting crucified and him dying. Yeah. And so I just, you know, we, we want to talk about this scripture from John. Mm-hmm. So if you have your Bibles, I never watched the, the Passion of Christ. I did. I did watch a Netflix docu or not Netflix. Sorry, it was an Xfinity documentary, and I I don't have Xfinity anymore, but it was on. Um, it was called like the book of John, and so it was right what we're reading, and it wasn't word for word, so I don't actually recommend this. I, this is truth. Um, but watching the video of the scourging and the and the brutality of of Jesus's death just really, you know, it, it just pulled my heart right out from where where it was sitting, and that I had never felt more uh, more exposed how somebody with so much power, like like I said last week, he was like a superhero, so much power. Was willing to go through that for us. That just that's just amazing. But anyways, yeah. uh, in John, in the book of John, Jared was saying, yeah, chapter nineteen, 
verse 30 is our verse for you for the week. John 19.30. If you're there, say word. It says, therefore, when Jesus had received sour wine, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. So there's a lot. I mean, we don't obviously don't want to take it out of context. There's a lot to the story about yeah. Jesus being crucified. But um, I just like, for example, you know, I remember that he had to have someone help him carry his cross, mm-hmm. you know, and then they brought him to the place of the, the skull. That, so there's like a rock that, that looks yeah, Golgotha. It looks like a there's a skull in the rock. And we actually went to Jerusalem and there's a skull and it looks like a big rock and it looks like a skull and there's a tomb there. Wow. And that's where they think the tomb of Jesus is. And I actually got to stand up right inside it and look in it. Is it was, it was it was really good, crazy. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, the fact it was called Golgotha, the place of the skull. How they told him to get his cross and then carry it out there, um, and he was so beaten and bruised he couldn't make it. And mm-hmm. so they they told the guy, I think his name was Simon, right? Simon from the crowd, and they said, Simon, yeah, you come and and help this man carry his cross and. And how crazy is that? Some person who who knows if he was a believer or not, it didn't go in depth, but he picked up the cross and helped fulfill this pr- prophecy, right? Um, and yeah. so the Lord uses anybody to fulfill prophecy. I mean, even if Jesus, the most powerful person any of us know, couldn't carry his own cross all the way there, we're, we have to help him. We have to help him fulfill his prophecies. Yeah, there's a lot um, of prophecies fulfilled. Uh, there's a prophecy where the, the people who were actually crucified, the Roman soldiers, they're rolling dice. It's called yeah. lots, sacred lots or lots, yeah. because the garment that Jesus wore that they took off of him, it says it was woven with uh, seamless, right? And so it was a nice big gown, and they because they, they were tearing apart his garments, and they didn't want to tear that one because it was it was expensive. It was yeah. nice, so, they, so they were casting lots to see who could win it, and uh, that actually was prophesied about hundreds of years before Jesus ever went to the cross. Yeah, uh, matter of fact, I know I've preached this before. You probably heard me say this, but like Isaiah fifty three. If we didn't know that was in the Old Testament, we would read that today. You would think it was a New Testament writer describing Jesus and what he went through um, for for us on the cross. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, another one is is uh, Pontius Pilate. He's the he's the Roman governing authority of yeah. of the area of the region at that time, and and he's actually the one. I mean. He's the one who actually sentences Jesus to the cross because the Romans were the ones who performed the crucifixions, but the Jewish leaders were the ones who wanted him crucified. And, and Pilate was like, I don't want to do this. After he sentenced Jesus to death, he tried to wash his hands clean. He, he tried to wash his hands clean the Roman way, right? He didn't give yeah. his life in, yeah. in to Jesus as what the scripture says. But what the Lord still did was they used he used Pilate. And he, he had Pilate, right? King of the... What? King of the Jews. King of the Jews. And they argued. And right they said, over. And, the, and it was written, not only was it written in, uh, in Greek. Greek, it wasn't just written in Hebrew, but it was also written Aramaic. In, in Aramaic. Yeah, yeah. So it was written in all the languages, all the people. And the place of the school was actually a very prominent passing by place. And that's why they would crucify people there was to send a message. Yeah. So the Roman authorities were sending outs- messages. Outside the walls. Outside the walls. Yeah. So people, all the passers by would see it. And mm-hmm. this proclaimed who Jesus was, yeah. and this was by a person who was not a believer who actually sentenced the very God himself to death. And I think that's just just crazy. That's crazy yeah. that God's using these people um, in these ways, um, yeah. even in their brokenness, to, to proclaim his truth. 
that's that's amazing. Well, that brings us to a really we only have we have two points for you tonight, and our first point really is that God is always in control, even in the worst situations, and that's a perfect example. Like God was in control of even Pilate, who wrote this sign and put it on the cross. The Pharisees were upset. They were like, "Don't put that he was the king of the Jews. Put that he said he was the king of the Jews." Yeah. Because <laughs> they didn't want that to be said, because they were saying he was a blasphemer. That's why they wanted him crucified. Yeah. So, um, so it was but, almost like ir- irony for the Pharisees because they're like, sentence him to death. But then Pilate proclaimed what Jesus said he was, who he is. Right? He's king. Yeah. He's king, and it was written. And and the Pharisees were like, hey, what? I can't believe you did that. That's yeah. exactly what we didn't want to have happen. And. Um, that's that's just amazing. That's, that's so awesome. even even when Jesus was dying and being crucified, God's love was being shown through mm-hmm. through this whole situation. Like sometimes when we're in hard situations, you know, we we don't tend to see what is what what God's doing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because we look at the situation and then we determine the situation is hard. Therefore, where could God be, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But even in the midst of that, God was directing fulfillment of prophecy with these soldiers. And with Pilate to make a prophetic statement to the world yeah. that Jesus was the Christ, was the Messiah, the one who was to come and take away the sins of the world to give us a, a way to heaven, right? Yeah. I mean, so like that happened in, in, in the, the hardest and the most pressure and agony that Jesus faced on earth. God was still there speaking through Pilate. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, who else was God going to speak through at that point, right? All of, all of Jesus' disciples, other than Mary Magdalene. And, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, had all dispersed and they all ran away. And, and it wasn't because just because they were, they were fearful, but it was also because they didn't really know what was next, except for, I think Jesus did proclaim what was going to happen to them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, uh, throughout, throughout the books, the whole gospel, um, Jesus talks about, I'm going to die, basically, and the disciples rebuked Oh, he it. told them before they went into Jerusalem. Yeah. He, just well plain, he plainly told them, I'm going to Jerusalem. To die, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I don't even know. Peter rebuked it, and yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. And I think Jesus said, "He said, get, get behind, behind me, me get Satan. behind me, Satan." He, right? called, he said, "Get behind me, Satan," because he yeah. said, "This is to fulfill the prophecy, to fulfill the scriptures, yeah. right?" And it was to create to create that 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 break, right? Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't that Peter was Satan or embodied Satan or he was like the Antichrist. Yeah. It was that he came against what was God had actually spoken and ordained to do. Yes. And so it was coming against the will of God. It was coming against what God was doing. And so because I was against him, he said, get behind me, Satan. Like, you know, because that was not of God. Like, yeah. you know, Peter wanted him to be safe and bring about God's kingdom on earth now and, and wanted to see that happen. Yeah. How could that happen if you die? Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about, Jesus? You Abs- know? Absolutely. So, Yeah, and that, I think that kind of brings us to that next point is, is that the cross didn't, didn't just kill Jesus, that um, that Jesus willingly gave up his spirit. In, in the scripture that we read, um, John 19.30, um, Therefore, when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Now, I, didn't, I should have probably looked up this word gave. Um, but what I do know is that... When, it was his willingness to give it up. He, he held on until it was all fulfilled, right? He did not die until he took the sour wine. And that was to fulfill the scripture. So regardless of what that says, it's very clear that he had waited until the prophecy was fulfilled, until he yeah. took the sour wine into his lips. And that's when he was able to willingly give up his spirit. 
Yeah, I mean, Jesus did everything he had to do to make sure that he he covered all of our sins, mm-hmm. past, present, and future. So, um, but we do we do want to we do want to end our um, our message today with a worship song, and we have we have um, I just have one last scripture from First Thessalonians five nine. So you can start that song, yeah. Um, uh, five nine. First Thessalonians five nine says, "For God has not destined us for wrath." Uh, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, And if there's anyone here who's watching this message and you've never surrendered your heart to Jesus, you've never accepted what the death of Jesus actually was, which was a payment for your sins. Like, you deserve death, right? Like, we receive mercy. We don't receive the justice for, for our sins, but we receive mercy for it. And, and if that's you today and you've never said yes to Jesus, like this week we're celebrating Easter. We're celebrating that Jesus, the grave didn't conquer him. He was actually, he actually conquered death. He conquered the grave so that you and I, all of our sins, past, present, and future could be forgiven. And that now we could enter into a personal relationship with Jesus. And some of you who are watching are like, Jared, I've heard this message. I've been going to church my whole life. But that doesn't mean that God isn't, calling your name that he's not quickening your heart and that he's not saying hey come on like because jesus doesn't just want part of your life jesus doesn't want just a little bit of who you are he's asking you to surrender and lay down your life that you would walk with him and you would be with him and be where he is so um yeah anything any concluding statements i love that no that's that's awesome that's good um in one john 1 John 4:10 And this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. And just as Jared said, you know, it's it's not it's not justice we receive because justice would be a grave. But it's mercy. It's life and it's abundance in it. And the Lord is calling you to that. So if you're at home and you feel like you wish you could be here so we could pray for you, it is no different. The Lord is right there with you. Where two or more gather, the Lord is present. And I want you to understand that just because we're not in the physical, just because I can't reach out and touch you, because I can't even touch Jared's body, because that's not allowed, right? But what we can do is be the body of Christ and pray for one another and press into the Lord to change the atmosphere, right? And so if, if you're at home and, and, and you're feeling the Holy Spirit calling your name, if you can hear your name from the Lord, we just want to say a, a prayer, um, a prayer of salvation for you so that you can pass, give your life to the Lord, surrender all of your life, that your life can be, can be clean. And so with that, I just want to pray and, and, uh, and Jared will conclude. Um, so if, if that's you, um, you can just repeat the words that, w- that we pray and, uh, and receive. So... So, Lord Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all that you've done in our lives. We thank you for all that we've seen in the past, Lord. And, Lord, we look forward to the future, grabbing a hold of your hand so that you can make our path straight, so that we will be aligned with your heart. Lord, we pray right now, that you are the Savior of our lives, 
We proclaim that you are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and your glory will reign forever. Thank you. Let's continue to pray this prayer. Jesus Christ, I no longer will go my own way. I'll trust you and your goodness and your love. And I'll ask you to lead me and guide me. I will follow what you say. I will no longer choose my own way. I will follow you. I mean this with all my heart. Jesus, I pray that you take, come and take up residence inside me. Yes. That you make this place your home. That now my wisdom would be your wisdom. That my truth would be your truth. I declare now that you are my Lord and my Savior. Amen. Amen. Enjoy our worship. <laughs>